Welcome to the Top 5, where each week I discuss my top 5 takeaways from the NASCAR race. This week, Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Top 5. I am your host, Connor. And before we get into this week's episode, uh, I would like to request that you go to Facebook and search The Top 5, the word 5, not the number, or go to patreon.com forward slash the top five and you can find the podcast and discussion and share your thoughts with me. I would love to hear if you agree or disagree with my top five or any points that I make. So let's get into this week's top five. Number one. So the round of eight opened at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Uh, Vegas has long been one of my favorite tracks. It is a super fast 1.5 mile. Tends to make for exciting racing. Uh, And my first thought when I turned on the race was how few people there seemed to be there. I mean, the main grandstand was packed, but they have taken seats out of that place and they still can't fill it. And that is really... um, Really sad, I think. I think it's a great track. It's a great destination. And it's the playoffs. You would think that it would be packed, but I guess that's the state of NASCAR these days. Um, And I guess the real fans are showing up, so that's all that really matters. Early into the race, lap number three, Kyle Busch spun. Uh, you're You're never going to not see me smiling when Kyle Busch spins. If you've listened to this podcast, you you know how much I dislike Kyle Busch. And so, what a great way to start a race. The only complaint I have is that we had to wait till lap three. I wish it could have been on on the opening lap. Uh, And then, really, stage one was pretty mundane. Bubba Wallace won stage one. Uh, And then, the storyline of the race really happened 15 laps into stage two. When Larson got into Wallace and then Wallace wrecked Larson, I have lots of thoughts on that. I've dedicated an entire point to that, so I'm going to move on and get back to that. Uh, But I will say the biggest bummer of it was for Christopher Bell. He was caught up in that. Bubba Wallace and Larson aren't playoff drivers, and Christopher Bell is. So it's, it's terrible that a contender was caught up in poor decision making like i said more on that to come uh and then ricky stenthouse spun on that restart which was just a a down tire uh and then ryan blaney won stage two uh really the rest of stage two was was pretty nothing really exciting happened uh so let's get on to stage three and the ending of the race Number two. So stage three opened with a J.J. Yaley spin down the front stretch. It did seem odd. All of the spins were down the front stretch. Uh, I guess turn three at Vegas is is a tire eater or something. Uh, but thankfully, we didn't see the Goodyear problems that we had been seeing at, at mile and a half tracks. Uh, and then a little bit later in stage three, Uh, William Byron got up the track and got into Blaney. Uh, They just door slammed each other. Uh, And then they they just went on with the race because they're mature adults and they can handle 
things happening and not intentionally wrecking each other. Uh, and then 40 to go, Blaney spun, and he was trying to get back around to pit, and his tire came off, clear off the car. Huge bummer for him. Uh, he is going to, or his crew chief more than likely will face a suspension, which they've typically been, I think, four races, and there's only four left. So hopefully that's not the uh, the end for Blaney, but... What a magical ride it's been for him, having not won a race and still in it. Uh, and then 28 to go, Daniel Suarez spun through the grass. That lumped everyone up, got fresh tires. Uh, the last handful of laps, Logano caught Ross Chastain, who was in the lead, and it was a great battle. Uh, it was clear that Logano had the better car, but Ross Chastain did everything he could to hold him off, rightfully so. At the end of the race, that's your job is to win. Logano did finally take the lead, won the race. Listen, I tell you every single week when I make my prediction to bet your house on it. For those of you who who took my advice, uh, I expect my 10%. And for those of you who didn't, you missed out. Because a an absolute uh, ton of money was won if, if you had followed my prediction. Uh... So Joey is in the championship four as a as a personal fan. I could not be more excited. Uh, congrats to him. Congrats to his team. And I really appreciate the sportsmanship of both Logano and Chastain after the race. They both just had praise for each other. They raced hard. They raced clean. And uh, I thought that was... That was cool. No one complained about being, you know, Logano could have complained that Chastain was holding them up, and he was. Uh, but they both just understood their their roles, and, and that was great. I could not be more excited that my driver is racing for a championship in three weeks in Phoenix. The 22 and 22, baby. Let's go. Let's move on to the to the main event of this race. Number three. Bubba Wallace is a complete loser. Absolute joke. The fact that I've defended him on this podcast is embarrassing. Uh, I'm mad at myself for having defended him in the past. He took a 2,500-pound race car and turned it into a legit weapon. And I agree with uh, uh, Burton, who was calling the race in the booth. He was beside himself. He could not believe what... um, what Wallace had done. I understand defending yourself on the track, but you have to know how to wreck someone without wrecking yourself and without taking out other cars and good drivers know how to do it. And the fact that he collected the 20 car is I'm just, I am beside myself at how reckless and stupid of a move that was by Bubba Wallace. It, these things happen. Door, door slams happen. And you can follow Larson into the corner and, and push him up the track to get him back. Or wait until we're at Martinsville in a couple of weeks and get him back. Or wait until the race is over and go confront him. And You want to throw, throw fists? Go ahead. That's fine if you want to. And the fact that Larson was able to keep his composure and not fight Bubba was spectacular. 
I think if Larson had not gone through the diversity that he had gone through in the past couple of years, I don't think he would have reacted that way. But to have Bubba Wallace in his face throwing punches and just standing there and taking it and saying, I'm not going to fight you, really made Bubba look like a little crybaby bitch. I don't think that Bubba Wallace should race the rest of this season. Now, we all know the suspension. He got a one-game, one-race suspension, and he'll he'll be back in, in Martinsville. And I'm sure that Larson won't do anything uh, about it. I'm sure he'll just let it be. But Larson should put him in the wall. Christopher Bell should put him in the wall. NASCAR should park Bubba Wallace. He doesn't belong behind the wheel. You carry a responsibility when racing a car to to keep yourself safe, to keep the other drivers safe, to keep the fans safe. And I know that we can't live in a what-if society or a what-if world, but what if, what if Larson had flipped or, uh, you know, a, a part came off and, and flew into the stands and a, a fan got hurt or, I mean, it's just so unacceptable and just does not belong. There's a time and a place and a way to do things. And the way Bubba Wallace did it is not the correct way. I will no longer defend Bubba Wallace. And I I am beyond not a fan. I've always said I don't understand why the fans hate him. And I guess sometimes you got to admit when you were wrong and I was wrong. I admit it. And I understand now why he's hated. And I will absolutely boo the crap out of him next time I have the chance. Sometimes it takes diversity to show a person's true colors and watching Bubba Wallace's post race inter or I'm sorry, po- post wreck interview that showed me who he is as a person and watching the way that Larson handled it showed me who he is as a person. And I think very little of Bubba Wallace. Let's move on to the next point. Cause I'm getting too heated thinking about this and, and I'm recording this almost a week after the race, and I'm still heated at how crappy that was. Let's move on. Number four. All right, so after Vegas, Joey Logano is first in playoff standings. Uh, Ross Chastain, Chase Elliott, and Dennis Hamlin are uh, are in the championship four at the moment. Joey Logano is the only one that's guaranteed in. William Byron, Chase Briscoe, Ryan Blaney, and Christopher Bell are on the outside looking in. Of course, we have two more races until the uh, round of eight is over. So any one of those guys could win and lock themselves in. Really, I think the biggest uphill battles right now are Ryan Blaney and Christopher Bell. We'll have to wait and see what Blaney, if Blaney is fined for losing a wheel and what that is. And if he has his crew chief, uh, and then Christopher Bell, after getting wrecked by, uh, baby Wallace, uh, you know, it's just an uphill battle. He is more than likely being 56 points out a, in a must win for both the next two races, but he's done it. He's done it already. Uh, so who knows? He could do it again. And the way that this season has gone with different winners and, and losers, uh, you know, n- never would I have expected Larson to be out. Maybe missing the championship four, but not out of the round of eight. 
you know, you, you just never know. Uh, and that's what makes this sport so exciting to watch. So we will wait and see. We have two exciting races left. Uh, and speaking of the next race, my last point is always looking forward. So let's do so now. Number five. So next race is Homestead, Miami, the miniature version of uh, Indy with banking. Homestead, for the longest time, was the last race of the year and has always provided exciting racing, especially on the restarts. The restarts at Homestead are bananas. Uh, I'm excited to watch it. I think Kyle Larson is going to win. Homestead is a track that that pays dividends to drivers that can ride up against the wall. And Kyle Larson is the best at that. Sometimes he's so close to the wall, I can't imagine how he's not touching it. So I think Larson's going to lock himself into the championship four. Um, as I've been doing all playoffs, I've been predicting the next four out. Oh, and before I do so, if you learned anything from last week, Bet the house that Larson wins. I predicted Logano win, would win last week. What did Logano do? I predict Larson wins this week. Bet the house. If you win, chip me off 10%. If you lose, that's really on you. You shouldn't have bet that much anyway. Uh, anyway, as I've been predicting the next four out, at this point, I'm going to say Blaney Bell, Briscoe, and Byron. All four B drivers are out after uh, this round. This will change week to week, obviously. Uh, if I if I had my choice, I would take Dennis Hamlin out, uh, put him in the stable where he belongs, uh, because I just don't like him. But that's my prediction. I look forward to watching the race. I look forward to bringing my thoughts. Uh, but before I go, I want to ask you one more time, please go to Facebook and search the top five, the word five, not the number, and uh, hit that like button. Or go to patreon.com forward slash the top five and share with me your thoughts. I love talking about NASCAR and I would love to hear your thoughts and opinions uh, about anything. So thanks so much for tuning in. This has been the top five and I am Connor.